Hey guys, welcome back to Tribe of Unicorns. I'm your host, Kendra Beavis, and today I am talking with Christine Halliday. Christine is one of the most inspiring people. I try to live my life through the lens of wonder and awe, and Christine embodies that. I am so excited for you to listen to this episode. Grab a cup of coffee, and here we go. Hey guys, welcome back to Tribe of Unicorns. I'm your host, Kendra Beavis, and today I have with me Christine Halliday. She is the founder of Wild Precious Now, and I am so excited to have you on the show today. I'm so excited to be here. Um, so I, I've we had a little pre-chat, but I've been following your content for quite some time. I just feel so inspired by everything you post for several reasons. One, I love Pennsylvania. I went to college in Philadelphia. And so it has like a very special home in my heart. Um, So watching you explore that particular area has always been fascinating. And also my daughter introduced me to your content. She saw you and thought like, oh my gosh, you guys have similar vibes. She's got the same mission as you, you guys have to meet. And when I went and kind of did a little bit of digging, I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> we need to talk. You need to come on and tell my audience all about your your wild precious now mission. So thank you for being here. Um, where should we start? <laughs> Let's start oh. with how you got here. <laughs> Um, okay. So how I got into like creating and sharing on online. Yeah. I mean, um, you know what I know it's, it's not your full-time job, right? No. Yeah. So full-time I'm a teacher. Um, I'm a second grade teacher. It's absolute magic. Um, and I feel like, uh, there's a lot of themes that, that bring me back around to wonder, but one of the, one of the reasons that I feel, um, that it kind of comes easily for me to see the world with fresh eyes is because I'm surrounded by um, new souls most of my day. So I get to spend a lot of time with seven-year-olds and everything still feels new to them. And that is contagious and um, also uh, very compelling. I think it makes me feel the need um, and the want and the desire to show the best of of this world and this life because, you know, those, those new souls, those youngest of us, they kind of need that hope and inspiration to, um, yeah, keep looking around and finding beautiful things. So my main job is that I'm a teacher and kind of by happenstance, I got into some content creating and video work friends of like through friends of friends. Um, and really when it started to take off was when I decided I really wanted to put positive things on the internet. And I know we chatted a little bit about it before, but, um, yeah, fill it, us in. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I feel like the internet as a mother and as an educator, I was noticing, um, that the influence is really online for young people. So, you know, uh, my husband, and I will joke like, Oh, did TikTok tell you to do it? Like if I say something's a great idea, you know, they could be the craziest, like Noxzema or something, Sarah V. It's like, oh, whatever. But then when your kids hear it online, they're like, oh, I heard this amazing thing I've never heard before, you know? Um, and so I think just noticing that with my students and my own children really kind of, again, compelled me to want to put good things on the internet. So we started by telling stories, stories of inspirational people. Um, and that kind of evolved through COVID to trying to elevate some of our local small businesses that we knew were struggling. Yeah. Um, so we talk about the best restaurants that were, um, 
you know, like doing takeout and like uh, places you could go where you could be outside and, and still see something other than the four walls of your house. And then it kind of evolved into uh, a travel blog, which is something that was another passion of mine, but I never really thought to share. So right. I think that happens a lot, you know, like you love something, you're passionate about it. It's just yours. And then you get this nudge, like maybe someone else would benefit from this. Maybe someone else could, could stand to see this too. And so you put it out there hoping that that's true or like not sure, thinking maybe it's silly and then slowly, but surely things kind of take life and take form. Yeah. So how have you seen the evolution of, um, your, it, are you mainly on YouTube? Is that your, your main source of, um, content, gen, uh, what you put out there? Yeah. So we have, we kind of have like three main channels. It's YouTube is our uh, biggest following followed closely by the blog. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's wildpreciousnow.com. And then we also do Instagram. We haven't really delved into TikTok, although my sister would love it if I would and my kids, I'm sure. But um, I feel like a little bit out of my depth when I go over there. <laughs> Me too. I, I'm 42 and I watch um, reels on Instagram and YouTube shorts and my kids relentlessly make fun of me. They're like, yeah. you're okay, mom, you're not going to watch TikTok, but you're going to watch TikTok light on YouTube. <laughs> right. Right. They're like, it's the same thing. I'm like, all right, well, this feels more comfortable to me. I don't know what to right. tell you. <laughs> I know. I know. There's something about like the TikTok videos that I'm like, um, it's just, I'm too old for this, but I see it, it's enjoyable. It is. It's enjoyable to watch. And there's so much good on there. I, I do love the concept of hearing from ordinary people and having access to people all around the world and their thoughts and their ideas and their passions. I find that uh, very intoxicating, just all so overwhelming at times. Yeah. It's so funny. Cause, uh, um, you know, my kids being 11 and 15, um, when quarantine started, you know, they were a little bit younger and they were sharing that kind of content with me, things that were inspiring to them more so than like, you know, Oh, it's a cat video. Um, right. they were sharing these story videos that really kind of shook me a little bit that they, that, that was something that even impacted them. Do you see that with your own students and your children, the type of content they're, they're ingesting is more meaningful? Sure. Um, I think especially when times are hard, you know, we're so, we're so led by how we feel and wanting to kind of, especially when, when you're young, I think you want to kind of explore in a safe way, the depth of the emotions that you have. Um, and so at times the internet can be a, a place to do that. And also for sure, video content, because video content is so moving and gripping. Um, it's, real life being played out in some way. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. I, my son and I were like a little bit, uh, obsessed with those videos that were going around. What's the show where they have like three judges and the X's and there's like people up on stage. I can't oh. remember what's there now. Um, is that America's got talent? That's um, it. Yeah. Okay. So we never ever watch the show, but the, the videos that would come up where somebody got the like golden buzzer or yes. whatever, and 
Betty Falls and like you get their backstory. Like we would be sitting there. I have tears, but right. my son like loves to watch me get hyper emotional, I think, but he would sit there and, you know, he's 13, he's a boy, he's, you know, cool. Um, but just kind of experiencing those like big feelings together was something that you're not totally invested in, but you're still getting like that human connection piece and the relatability piece, the empathy piece. There's something really beautiful about that. Um, and, yeah. and I think that's what draws me to film and, and creating in video for sure. Yeah. Why do you feel that sharing stories is so powerful? Oh, so, um, for as long as I can remember, I've kind of been a story collector and I think the people that I'm closest to in my own life. So, um, you know, my kids, but also like my chosen family, my best friends, my husband, you know, um, and even my sister, we share stories. That's what we do. It's like, um, tell me about your day. Oh, my day was good. You get something from that, but oh my word, this thing happened or I saw this person, this is what I was thinking and this is what I was feeling and this is how um, this evolved. That's where we find connection and belonging with people mm-hmm. is in sharing our stories. So um, I, I, I used to think I was meant to be a writer. I dabbled in some journalism at different times in my life, but I just feel that story is everywhere and it's how we relate to each other. Um, I love the story of a place. I love buying books that are old and have like writing in them. And you can kind of start figuring out like, there's a story behind this. Someone else devoured these same words. What were they thinking? What were they feeling? Like connecting yourself to other people in history, um, to other people in the present. It's just how, it's just how we feel that we fit, I think. Mm. So I do think it's so, so powerful. Um, and especially when things are tumultuous, when you get down to story, you can start to see like, oh, that's real. That's, I felt that maybe not exactly like that person, but I felt some piece of that or that fear. That's something I've had or that joy. That's something I long to experience. Um, helps us see each other. And to me, that is in education, in parenting, and just in like grocery shopping, walking through the world the most important thing we can be is able to see one another and ourselves. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I have such a huge, we were just in Italy and um, that's all I kept thinking about is like, I'm standing in the footsteps of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years of people who were here for whatever purpose it may be, like in this square where thousands of things had gone on and experiences were had, or we even stayed in this um, very old palace. And it was just, it was overwhelming the, the amount of experiences that were had there that now I was having my own experience there. It just felt so, I felt so connected to humanity and people, um, in general on this weird cosmic level. <laughs> yeah, no, a hundred percent. And it, it like, it breaks down language barriers, cultural mm-hmm. barriers. Like there's just something about, um, story and shared experience that, that brings people together. I think it's so powerful. Yeah. And I think it gives context to why somebody might react to something, why someone might, have a difference of opinion. You know, when you understand, like you were talking about America's Got Talent, when you know the backstory, it changes the whole thing for you. Oh, hundred percent. My husband's a big sports person and I am not my son as well, but if they can hook me in a sports movie or like those, you know, like this kid growing up, nobody believed in him. And then suddenly, you know, and it's like, <laughs> 
oh, I love him. I'll root for him forever. Right, right. You know the story. You know that they had to overcome something and that this means something to them. Suddenly it makes it mean something to you too, even if it normally wouldn't. Yeah. Why do you approach life with this idea of cultivating wonder or keeping that in your forefront? What, why is that important to you? Um, so, uh, I'm trying to think of the short answer for this. So uh, we, we mentioned my sister, Lauren earlier. Um, mm-hmm. my little sister is, uh, the product of my dad's second marriage. So I was eight when she was born and, you know, up until, uh, she came, things were kind of tricky in our family. Like, obviously I had a different mom. I was trying to find my way in my dad's family, but still living with my mom. But, um, for, our family, like my little sister became the glue because we all loved her. She's the baby, you know, like suddenly I felt like I knew what my place was. I understood how I could fit in my dad's new life. Like it was through her. Um, and I think as she was growing up, I was like, I get to experience everything that I maybe felt cheated about a little bit, or, you know, it's easy, um, after like things happen in families to feel, some kind of negative way about it, especially when you're a kid. And I was a little bit angsty. I was like, I get to read, it's like a redo. I get to redo some of the things that maybe I didn't appreciate. I get to see my dad differently. I get to experience being a sister, but also all the things that we did together. She's a baby, eight years younger than me. It's like really new for her. Um, And I, at a really young age, I just got it. Like, this is magic. This is a gift. And I'm going to cultivate this for the rest of my life. Like I will never let go of it. And it's what drew me to education. It's just this feeling of um, being able to re-experience something and get that brand new gift of, of like wonderment at how I'm getting like goosebumps just talking about it, but like how special it is and then how special it is to see it with this person or in this moment or with this past experience now to kind of guide me here. Um, So I I don't know. I know that I am happiest when I really um, cultivate and, and let that be an unbridled part of my life. And, you know, teachers at the end of the school year, we start to feel like, like we're just trying to get to a finish line to help kids like move on to the next thing. And always I'm a little mesmerized, like how I start to refine myself that second week of summer. It's like I walk outside with my coffee and I'm mindful of the grass under my feet, the birds in the air, like the, how green it is where we live. And now I want to get in my car and go for a ride and really like feel the wind in my hair. Like you just, at that, there is so much magic in that. It's so inspiring. Um, and I have it during the school year too, but just not those last two weeks. I don't know those last two weeks. I lose it a little. I'm tired, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, but then the rest of, of, um, you know, my life, it's something I really, really, really try to, uh, foster and bring forward. And it always brings me uh, connection and peace and joy. And so if I can share that with anyone um, in any way, or kind of help someone else, like give that nudge that I've been given so many different times in my life, I'm, I'm so proud to be able to do it because we, you know, things are hard and, and the world can be hard and there's plenty of ugliness here, but you see what you look for too. And if you open your eyes when you're out, you know, in the world and you're interacting with a person and you just start to see them differently, if you've already started your day by, by being 
awestruck by all the good that there is. Suddenly that person that's kind of rude in the grocery store, you feel like a different thing towards them. It's like you feel compassion or maybe something's up or you want to give them a piece of good because you assume that they're not having that if they're acting this way, which is very different than if you're already like, oh, the grass needs mowed and, you know, everything is, you know, which I get there too. Like I'm not walking around in this like fairy cloud, but, you know, I just think when I, when I move in that, I, I am happier, I am better. Um, and I bring better to the world and especially my own people. And that's so important. So. Oh my gosh. Love, love, love all of that. I mean, even watch looking at your content, that's what I get from it. Like why live life and and you're right. It it certainly isn't, you know, rose colored glasses every moment of every day. But why choose to look at the things that are kind of ugly and live in that space of joy and wonder? And it's that mindset mindset shift that yeah. it, when you can make that, the world is just so amazing. Everything is so precious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It's precious. <laughs> and it's waiting for us right now. Yeah, for sure. For I mean, sure. even when just getting in the car and feeling the wind in your face and just the gratitude of the experiences that we're able to have, because we are so incredibly lucky. I mean, yeah. as bad as things can get, there's always something to kind of at least this, um, you know, and, and there's nothing that there's no day that goes past where I'm not grateful for some experience during that day, whether it was something that, um, was taught me a lesson or something that is going to help me get to something new. Um, but there's always something to be grateful for. Yeah, no, I, I, I so agree. And it is easy for it to get lost and at different stages, um, of life, like that can get harder to find. And, um, but I really do feel, and I've seen it evidenced in my own life that the, the more I lean into that gratitude, the more I lean into the joy and the wonder, the more it finds me back. So it, and I have more patience and, um, just peace around the things that do kind of come up that would take you out of that moment or make you be like, try wondering at this, you know, <laughs> I have two teenagers. Like it's not always, they're like eye rolling me lots of the time. Yes. Um, and, Mine too. They're like, mom, seriously. <laughs> it's, it's the New York city like, skyline. You've seen it a yeah. thousand times. And I'm like, but look, <laughs> they're like, I'm tired. Like really? Oh, you want to walk in the rain? That's, we're going to be wet. Like, like really? Like, come on. But, um, you know, this, this way of being definitely lends itself to young children a little easier. It can, it can be a little bit of a test of your, um, humility to try to engage teenagers, but I really believe that they need it maybe even more than the little guys do because, um, you know, that's, that's when I needed it was around that same time was like, I needed a, a little kick in the pants to be like, like, yeah, not everything went your way, but it's not so bad. And yeah. you, you can, you can take back some of this. You can choose how it's going to go. I think they soak it in, even though they may oh, yeah. be eye rolling. It's still oh, for sure. For sure. And you know what, like side note, cause I don't do a lot of parenting stuff mostly cause I respect their privacy. Um, so I don't put them online a lot. They're not real into it. But, um, you know, a lot of what's online for parents of teenagers is super negative. It's like, you're going to make it, here's another glass of wine, like whatever. And I'm all for a glass of wine for sure. But like, 
it's, there's not a lot out there saying like, look at the magic of possibility that your child is walking into yeah. and like how they're testing their limits and look how they feel free to, um, you know, explore and engage and question. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a little iffy for you when they start doing their own thing and they feel differently than you about something or whatever, but like, it's magic that you raise someone that felt comfortable to say, I don't agree with you about that. I feel right. different than you. Like there's not enough of that. And I'm finding people that are doing that, which I'm so grateful. But the yeah. first things you find, do kind of bog you down. You're like, oh God, I'm like buckling into the hardest years of parenting. Like, right. Oh, but because someone said that it would be. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Yeah, I know. People keep telling me like, oh, your daughter's 11, just wait. And I'm like, why are you saying that? Like, it's oh, been awesome. amazing watching them both grow through sometimes really, really difficult things, but like, what an honor to be part of their journey and watch them turn into these people that have completely independent thoughts and choices. And it's really cool. Yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's, um, it's something that you have to, like I said, about cultivating it before, if I'm not mindful of it, this is a stage for me where I would get like, Oh, I don't know. Okay. I'll be quiet. I don't Now I'm scared. I'm walking in fear instead of love. Yeah. Um, so I have to remind myself more than I have in a long time, especially as a mom that like, this is gorgeous. This is delicious. Like, yeah, it's loud and we don't love that. And it's messy and we don't love that, but this is, this is something, and it's yeah. also going fast. So we want to enjoy it. Where do um, you see yourself going next? Where, what kind of content do you want to share? Where's wild precious now growing into in the future? Yeah. So um, right now we've really kind of picked up on some traction on Instagram and we have had a lot of um, offers to come and cover places, which is new for us. We used to just cover places that we wanted to go to. We would just go and bring cameras and, and do it that way. Um, so we're kind of finding our way in how do we provide value um, and still be super, super honest yeah. um, about what we're, where we're going and what we're seeing and, and showing those places and experiences in a light that might encourage others to get outside and, and try for themselves. So um, I wish I knew the answer to that sort of, but part of me loves that I don't know where yes. we're going. Um, we're definitely going to be creating more content on YouTube this summer because summer is our time to like make lots of stuff, which we love. Um, and we have some really cool travel guides. We're really focusing on- I love the travel guides. Thank you. I'm so glad. Um, it's a huge deal to me to focus on things that are attainable to everyone. Mm -hmm. um, so even though sometimes we'll cover like a really luxury property, we also try to talk about things that are um, economical, but also like drivable. If you're living in the United States, um, you know, places where you could go just for the day, places that make sense to go with a kid or a dog or whatever. Um, a lot of the travel content that I've always kind of like like been starry-eyed about it's places I may never go and experiences like you're I'm never gonna you know probably be in an overwater hut all by myself in the middle of it like I'm probably not gonna have that experience maybe but I'm, and I'm not even sure if I need it right. um but there's and uh, people are gonna like hate this I say equal but there's also wonder to be found you know in New Jersey right. or Boston 
thin or, you know, all the, like where we live in Pennsylvania and we made it a goal. I, I'm an original New Yorker. Like I was born there, but I've lived here most of my life and I have not seen most of this state, which is yeah. crazy sound. So I was like, you know, my best friend is my co-producer. His name is Joel. He's amazing. Um, he has taught me most of what I know to do well with a video camera, but he's just a brilliant learner. Um, but you know, when we go out on things together, I'm like you, he also grew up around here. I'm like, you know, places in Pennsylvania that I, like, we have a grand Canyon in Pennsylvania. I didn't know that. Why don't wow. I know that there is one and no. why don't we find it? Like there's all these cool things. So it's a big goal of ours to like cover the whole state. Yeah. Um, just because I live here, I love it here, and I want to see all of it. But then also lots of places nearby that I feel like a lot of our followers might be thinking like, oh, I'm not going to get to Bali this year. But I could hop in the car and go somewhere really cool in like Connecticut or yeah. Maryland or D.C. So that's kind of our goal. Our goal is to get um, people feeling empowered to go and try something new and, and live in the wonder in real life um, that they might be seeing evidence of online. I love that. So that's kind of, I think that's where we're going. You had said something somewhere about um, being a tourist in your own neighborhood. Yes. I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. So because our whole family is from New York, whenever they come visit, you know, we used to joke like, oh, well, we're going to be tourists this weekend and take everybody to all the things that we wouldn't normally do. But we've made that such a fun thing in our family. Like we literally love it when people come. So yeah. like, oh, we get to go do the things. But um that was another kind of tenant of wow precious now was like what if you adopt that all the time like let's find the cool grocery store that nobody's going to and and go buy some groceries and make a fun family meal together tonight or you know let's find the, the farmer's market that we didn't know about because it's not the biggest one and like discover that or like yeah. what's the place local in this town that's five minutes away so some of that is again just cultivating that sense of how can i have a new experience and see this with fresh eyes that are ready to find the best thing about this day already before i even get started and we always do you always meet people with crazy cool stories and passionate about what they're doing. What makes every community special is the small business owners who had a dream, built something out of that dream and are trying to serve the community in some way. They're like, that's like passion you can taste and smell yeah. and wear. Like that's magic to me too. Oh, absolutely. Well, we, uh, one of um, the things you had shared was the candlelight concert series that you had yeah. gone to in Philadelphia. And it was so funny because I was in Pennsylvania with my kids. We were skiing and um, I was sitting in front of the fire. My husband wasn't with us that weekend. And I was looking at um, Instagram and that pump popped up and I was like, oh, that is so cool. And when I clicked on their website, I saw that they had it all over the world and we were going to Italy and they had one in Milan the first night we were going to be there. And I was like, and I, so we booked it and it was probably one of our favorite things we did on our trip. So thank you. Oh, I'm so glad. Yay. That makes me so happy. That's like exactly why we do. And you know, a lot of people, we don't get tons of interaction on our exact posts, but then I'll put up a sticker. It's like, has, have we introduced you to something this year? And people will share those things. I'm like, okay, we'll keep going then because it's hard. Cause like, you probably don't get that, that like, I wouldn't have told you that story had we not had this conversation. 
Sure. Yeah. Every now and again. Um, and you know what? It's funny. It's often at the times where I'm like, maybe we should just stop. Like, do we, like, nobody want, needs this. Like there's other people doing that, you know? Um, and then I'll kind of say that or think that, and then we'll get a little info, like a couple nudges. And I'm like, okay, this isn't finished with us yet. We're going to keep going. Yeah. I mean, my like ultimate, ultimate dream, like after I retire from teaching, which won't be for a long time, because that is my first love as a profession, but, um, would be to like live in a different place yes. for like a month at a time, like, yep. oh, like rent a place in Tuscany and then go mm-hmm. to Ireland for a little bit. And then, you know, stay in Philly and, you know, just yes. learn a place for a while, get really kind of immersed in it before you leave, because everywhere you go becomes a part of who you are. Um, and I love that Maya Angelou quote about like, when you belong every place and no place. Yes. Um, and I, I, as a kid of, you know, that lived between two homes and often was back and forth. And my mom and I moved a ton until we settled here. You know, I, that always resonated with me as a kid and it still does now, but in a different way. Now to me, it's like home is me and my people. And then I can take that anywhere. Right. I love that. Well, Christine, thank you so much for coming on this show. We'll have all of your links in the show notes and on your unicorn page because you are officially a unicorn. Oh, I'm so proud. <laughs> that makes me so happy. I love it. I am so humbled and honored to be here. Um, thank you so much for, uh, you know, seeking me out and telling me your story. And, you know, thank you for sharing your story. Yeah, thank you. So fun. I just want to thank Christine for being on the show today. I am so closely aligned to your mission and your vision, and it's why I created Tribe of Unicorns. I am just trying to start a ripple effect of wonder and awe and love and joy. I just feel like life is so delicious, and it is too short to be lived through the eyes of negativity and suspicion. I hope that these episodes help people open up to possibility of love and beauty in the unexpected. Guys, if you like this episode, please connect with me on social media. Leave us a review. It helps so much. I hope you have a fantastic week and I will talk to you soon.